0: We want to thank our sponsor, Binderlift. Binder lift is a patient lift device that buckles handles around the patient's torso so firefighters can safely lift patients of any size with ease. The most injury-prone non-fire ground activity a firefighter does is lift a patient. If you're lifting heavy patients, and let's be honest, all of us are, then you're going to want to check out the Binder Lift so you can avoid getting injured from lifting a patient. Vince, have you ever lifted up a heavy patient or any patient at all?
1: Um, I've blown my back out so many times lifting heavy patients. I can't count the number of times. So something like Binder Lift is a pretty awesome product, especially if it's going to save me from uh, having
0: to lay up from the job or go to medical or just work the rest of my day in pain absolutely and they'll they'll let anyone try it out for free doesn't matter what your role is within the department just sign up for a free field trial on their website and they'll send you a set of bender lifts to try out for a month or so absolutely free we use them in our department and i recommend you give them a try just google bender lift to watch some videos and sign up for a free trial
1: bender lift a new slogan should be bender lift save your back save your back
2: Engine one, engine four, truck two, truck ten, ambulance eighty-two, battalion two, fire ten twenty North Main, help is on the way.
1: Uh, welcome to Chicago's bravest stories. On the phone with us are two paramedics from FDNY, uh Julie and Pete. How are you guys? Good, how are you? <laughs> oh, we're good. We're good. Um, we kinda you and I uh kind of got started chatting uh the other day and we were kind of exchanging uh paramedic stuff, and you guys uh kind of reached out because you guys uh have a podcast too called Rush the Bus, right? Yeah. <laughs> And right. both of you are par- both of you are partners. Yeah, yeah,
3: we're partners. We've been together
1: for like two years and some change, right?
2: Yeah, Something a little like over two years, I think.
1: Yeah, it only seems like ten.
3: Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know all kinds of run, mix,
1: run together. Uh, and uh, how long? Like, let's start with Julie. Julie, how long you've been a paramedic?
2: Um, I've been a paramedic for twelve years, and I've been an EMT for sixteen years.
1: Oh man. And uh what about you, Pete?
3: Um so I've been I've been on an EMT for twenty years and then I became a medic in two thousand and eight. So that's like eight, eight, nine years now.
2: Okay. No, that's twelve years.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the down like the, I'm not kidding what are you gonna do? You're
1: supposed to take <laughs> your real time and add one. Is that the formula
3: Corey?
0: Oh, like like a true like a true married couple, you two
2: <laughs>
0: No, no <laughs> uh,
1: where about in New York do you guys work?
2: We work in Brooklyn um in Fed Sky is the station we come out of. And, yeah, pretty much North yeah. Brooklyn.
3: <laughs> yep. So we cover Williamsburg, Bushwick, um, formerly known as East Williamsburg. It's the more <laughs> fancy name for it. bedford Stuyvesant. So at night, we could pretty much go anywhere within that area. They shut down a bunch of medic units. Yeah. So we pretty much but we also, go anywhere in the city.
2: Yeah, so. like we get down to Crown Heights and East New York. I mean, there's a lot of places that we can go.
1: So you guys have a... a- pretty big response area that you can you guys can go anywhere
2: yeah yep. yeah i yep. mean the way it is is like you know when you you're you know you get your first due calls i guess in your area but um sometimes there's a medic unit further south that is on a job already and you know cardiac or whatever comes in in their area so we'll be pulled back down that way and actually, like, during COVID, we were getting cold everywhere. I mean, we'd be in our area in Brooklyn and get a job, like, near JFK Airport, which is, like, on Monday. It's, it's like a 40-minute up. drive, you know? So, um, we were just – I mean, there was no traffic during COVID, so it was a little yeah. easier. But, um, yeah, we were everywhere. Like, you could get a job in Manhattan. Like, just five boroughs and usually you stay in your borough at least. But uh, it was, like – People are getting pulled all over the city just to kind of backfill. Yep.
1: How many um, ambulances
0: does New York have?
1: Mm, uh, Let me look that up.
2: Yeah, it's a couple hundred.
0: Uh, but pretty much but out, yeah. out by you guys, um, boroughs are boroughs are really their own city, right? Or
2: yes, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, most people when they think of like New York City, kind of think of Manhattan. You know, like the high rises and business center, everything. But the outer boroughs, which are like Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, and Staten Island, which Staten Island is sort of like New Jersey, (laughs) Um, we work in Brooklyn. I live in Queens. And, like, yeah, they're kind of, they have their own situation going on. And actually, like, the boroughs kind of have ambulances on par with, like, what some other small, big cities sort of have. Like, I think our station runs 10 ambulances a week. No, we
3: we had 10. We're up to 12.
2: Okay. Yeah, because so, yeah, they we have- added
3: two more units. Because we used to do eight-hour shifts, and then we were a pilot station for 12 hours. And then after COVID, they put everybody on 12-hour shifts, and then they added two extra units to our station. So, so now yeah, we actually have more units than we used to have. So.
2: so, I mean, 12 ambulances running out of one neighborhood, like, essentially. That's, like, our one station. Yeah. And it's not like there's any of us really sitting around all day like we're we're still doing work so um you know and our closest station to us is only like four miles away or three miles away uh, so you know there and they have their own like maybe i don't know how many they run but they probably run about like six ambulances or something and that's you know so that's a total of like 18 ambulances just in like a 10 mile radius but we all keep pretty steady so
1: so you guys originally went from eight-hour shifts to 12. Are you guys staying on a 12-hour um, shift schedule? If God I, loves us. I hope so. I know. <laughs> I don't want to go back to eight, bro. Neither. My fingers are crossed. Yes, uh, so with working tw- 12s, so now what's your off schedule?
3: So we worked two on, two off, three on, two off, and every other weekend. Where the eight-hour shift was 5 Five two five three, and it would take like I think like three months to work up to like a weekend off.
2: Yeah. So you know, if you basically had like normal friends who worked in a non-EMS or non-civil service capacity, and they're like, "Hey, we're going to have you know so and so's birthday party," and you're like, "Yeah, I'm not off for three months, so cool." Um. But we've been doing like Pete and I have you know the pilot program at our station was in effect for a couple of years now, so we've been on twelve you know together for a long time um and then they just kind of because of covid they had to put clothes into effect for the entire service but i really do hope that we stick with this yeah, Cause for anywhere. me yeah having every other weekend off is like a luxury and also like i mean i share custody of my son with my ex-husband so if i had if i didn't have every other weekend off it would be kind of like a custodial nightmare so like I'd have to probably switch, um, do something else like go up to the academy maybe and teach instead of working on an ambulance like I couldn't maintain working on an ambulance huh. you know yeah oh I found the numbers. it's 1,020 citywide. a thousand and twenty city wide good god
1: a thousand ambulances yeah, yeah
3: thousand and twenty so it's broken down so the AOS municipal and these numbers are different now
1: oh you guys so, have yeah. a BLS program too right yeah oh okay
3: these are old numbers, but so municipal ALS right now is 235, and that's in a 24 hour period. But ALS municipal is 235. Voluntary was like the private hospital for a 24 hour period. They were 138. BLS is 431, and that's municipal. And then the volunteer, the voluntaries again, is 216.
1: It's so, a lot of rigs. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, so, I so mean, is... what,
3: but here's the thing: is like you guys have. We're talking to one of the guys, Ed. And he's on ambulance seven seven. I'm like, your Oh, Ed Joseph times are amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, you guys are friends with Ed Joseph, huh? the Ed Joseph.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a funny oh, guy.
1: Oh, he's he's a a, he's, funny salari- guy. he's hilarious.
3: <laughs> so, you know, like you guys to walk in, I'm like, oh, you have to go Like you guys to put him in a waiting room. Everybody gets a bed in your city. I don't know why. Wow. But they love giving people beds. And we don't have wheelchairs either, so we were yeah. we we're just in Detroit, and they had like a ton of wheelchairs. I'm like, what are these? <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. So, so we definitely take folks who don't no- really even require an emergency room. I mean, like we all have those jobs like, yeah. where someone's like, "Yeah, my stomach's been hurting for three days, and like now it's two a.m. and I have to go to the hospital." Um, that person probably should just go into an urgent care or whatever, but. Or we the waiting bring road. them in. They don't, the waiting road. Road. They don't do that. Yet. They do. It it's, depends. It depends on the hospital. There's a few that will, me. but like for the most part, everybody goes to the regular triage. So, you know, and, and our triage system in New York city is not really um, perfected Good. that well. It's, it's sort of like, I've definitely stood online behind like three drunk people when my person has chest pain and I finally have to say like, Hey, um, I see that you have these patients, but like my patient actually is a patient. Like, can we get to this guy? And they're like, Well, you have to wait. I'm writing the paperwork for this one. It's like, Well, no, I don't have to wait. That's what you're doing. you know, like <laughs> this guy actually has a medical problem. Yeah. You know? So, um we are we are at the hospital like for an excessive amount of time, like unnecessarily. Yeah. So it kind of keeps units out of service a long time. So I'm
4: here. You know, like, that that's something you know, if it was fixed.
2: I don't know, maybe we wouldn't need as many ambulances because we'd be getting to calls more efficiently. efficiently. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you might you might have to scale down to a measly five hundred.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: So. Yeah. So
3: but we're what, in Detroit, you know, like the guys in Detroit, like they, they only run twenty four units, you know, I and mean, then you guys run like what, eighty units? Yeah. Like you know.
0: That's I can't believe wild. you guys responded all the way out to Detroit. So while I'm <laughs> while I'm looking this while I'm looking at the at the breakdown, just just so people can kind of get an idea. yeah. Uh, the city of Chicago, um, it's roughly uh we are look at roughly two million six hundred. I think you can go people. three. Let's yeah. we, let's say okay. three. Right, right at three million people. Um see yeah. New York is about about 8 million. So um just uh just in terms of population wise and again that's that's broken down between um between what what would you guys say the f- how many boroughs? Five, five. five yeah, boroughs. Five. Five. Yeah, five
3: boroughs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh but yeah. but size wise, let's see. Size wise we're we'll look at uh New York's uh, 470 square miles and Chicago yeah. is sorry, very uh uh we've got two hundred and thirty four square miles. Oh, two hundred and thirty four wow. square so miles. Okay. Maybe about maybe about half the size and third of the population.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but you guys get like your people know how to shoot over there. Like ours. Like they're <laughs> just starting to learn how to shoot again. So, because we used to have to like run around and like steal people, shoot, you know, shot victims, and now like, they just fall in your lap. The phrasing you know?
0: of learning this shoot is very funny.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But, like we get like because my kid's mom, she works in Newark, and you know they get shootings all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. like they shoot people like randomly in the daylight, like seventy times. And I'm like, yeah, I had a shot last week. <laughs> oh, well, they get shot? I'm like in the stick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like that's it. I like, know. Uh, we had a, I you know. had
2: someone, a girl who came in as a shot. I don't know if that was just you, Pete. She might've been out, but we got there and the girl was like on the floor. Everybody's screaming. It's like the middle of the daytime. Everybody's like freaking out. And we get her in the ambulance and I'm like, she's not leaving anymore. Oh, gonna, yeah, remember that. Yeah. And I'm like, she's got, got her ass shot? Ass. Where are you shot? And she's like, I don't know. I think I got shot on my butt. And I'm like, I take her clothes off and I'm like, saw a little burn. And I'm like, okay, you didn't get shot. You know, and she's like, I did get shot. And I'm like, no, you didn't get shot. I mean, you're lucky you didn't get shot, but you didn't. You know, like, you got burned by the gunpowder. But, like, the guy was right next to her and still managed nice to miss. You know, like, and it was the middle that, of the
0: day. That, that's yeah. about what we're looking at over here. <laughs> so, so I find it interesting. So you guys, breaking down your guys' station, um, so are you guys, is it a purely, is, is your station all ambulances?
2: Yes, we don't
0: okay. have any um, fire apparatus
2: or yeah. anything. Okay. So, yeah, okay. We yeah. have the same patch,
3: but we're two different departments. So.
0: Oh really? Yeah, so the and
3: we run so we run double medic units and we run double BLS units. So and the the EMTs go to certain kind of jobs. They go to like injuries, like motor vehicle accidents, fall victims. They do strokes. Uh and like some um, asthma jobs but yeah. that that's so,
1: all that that all is determined by dispatch right yeah um, yeah so yeah. and there's like a BLS house and an ALS house for the medics
3: no we we all come out of the same place we just have certain BLS units and then we have ALS units so in new york city our units are broken up between alpha and Mike are all BLS. So you'll have like out of our station we have like two eight Adam, we have two eight boy, and the first two numbers, which is two eight, lines up with the fire the twenty eight fire battalion. So and then our unit we're twenty eight Victor. So we sit within a twenty eight fire battalion and then Victor tells you that's an ALS unit.
4: Oh so,
3: okay. Yeah so that's how you know and then you have um Victor Young um then r which is rescue if they're paramedics and then it's zebra which is a haztec unit which is a whole nother confusing thing so but that's that's how you tell which units are which
1: interesting so but
3: yeah
2: i was surprised when i went to chicago i like i went there last year and i went to um like i was looking for an ems station and i was like oh this this is a firehouse and i was kind of surprised when i went in i was like well here's you know, fire engine and on, you know, on the internet, it says this is an ambulance station. So when I got there, they were like, Oh no, an ambulance does run out of here, but they're not here right now. It was ambulance six. And, um, it was like the Ricky field station. And, and I was like surprised that, um, EMS, you know, and fire was so, yeah. And that actually ALS engines exist because that's, Nothing like New York, you yeah, know. New have, York has. We have ALS um, trucks.
1: We have ALS engines. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when we talked earlier, you guys were completely taken back by the fact that we're we quarter in the same firehouse. And you guys know. like each other too. I
2: know. I know. I mean, I mean. I <laughs> mean. Well, I well. you know,
1: and that that has a lot to say about the fact that we do live in the same firehouse. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think your division there has to do with because you guys aren't together. So, you know, you're already
0: separated and, you know, I, I can see how that could be a problem. Well, and, and kind of going back to that division, do you guys, um, what what calls do you guys see suppression units on? Okay. So Come on priority one,
2: one through three, right? Like, yeah. They come they come on a lot of our ALS jobs, honestly. They come on stiff breathers and cardiac arrest. They so they
3: all right, so shooting. they would come on so for us they would come on cardiac or respiratory arrest, choking, anaphylaxis, drowning, jumper down, multiple seizures, an unconscious, unconscious fever rash, <laughs> a burn major, somebody got
0: electrocuted. And that's it. Traumatic calls maybe and, yeah. too. Or... Right. I'll, I'll, yeah. So like, and stuff like that. MBA,
2: yeah. Like a trauma, yeah. like an MBA or whatever, they'll come yeah. on. Um, sure. and I will say like, for the most part, even though we don't quarter together and even though our jobs are pretty separate, like most of the engine companies, cause that's who responds to these calls with us. They're first responders. Um, most of them in our area know us and we know them, you know, at least by face or whatever. And, like, we have a pretty good rapport with them. Um, and there's some of them who will, like, especially if a patient, even if it's unconscious and it's just, like, a drunk guy sleeping, if the guy seems a little uh, violent or whatever, you know, our, the firefighters will kind of, like, stick around. Like, hey, you guys want us to hang out? You know, like, they're, they're usually pretty good. There's a few that, like, don't want to do this. You know, yeah. and you can tell yep. they don't want to be first responders and they find it really annoying that they have to, like, bother with it. Um, and for those guys, like, sometimes they don't even come in. They're going to get of truck. Yeah. So,
3: like, there's certain times, like, they won't even come out, like, in the middle of the night. So, you know. Yeah.
2: And that has caused some issues because we did have a job a couple of years ago where it came in. It was, like, very little text. It was, like, man on fire. So it came in as, like, a major burn. And we pull up behind the engine. It's like a snowy night. It's like snowy so in the no, morning. Yeah,
3: so it was like in the, in the middle of the intersection.
2: And, and there's, there's we no get there. footprints or anything, but it's the, only on fire. So, like, as soon as yeah, they, they see you know. us and they just pulled away. Like they were like, all right, you know, ALS is here. Who cares? Goodbye. And when we actually got out of the truck, we could smell that something was on fire. Yeah, you know, it so like, it
3: smelled like a dryer fire. And so, if yeah. you knew something was on fire, but you just couldn't find it where it was.
2: So the police showed up and now Pete and I and the police officers are walking around going door to door. And, um, you know, we finally, one of the officers is like, I see something in this like kind of weird garage thing. And Pete ends up like scaling this like nine foot (laughs) wall, Um, and now he's locked inside because there's no way to get out from the inside either. And there's a man in there on fire. Like, And so he's, like, smoldering, I guess still, and we had to call the fire back. And at this point, we had already called our boss, like, our lieutenant, and we had called another BLS unit just because we were like, hey, something's going on here. Like, want to come and help us out, you know? And uh, anyway, like, the firefighters, I think, were pretty embarrassed when they came back. So
3: the officer actually gave me his tool to force (laughs) the door out, and they they don't do that. (laughs) So... Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, that's like know, the because, key thing. Like you know, you don't give up your tool,
2: and he actually gave yeah. his
3: tool to force the door. So. I
2: mean, and the guy was in bad shape. Like he, he ended bad. up, I think, losing both legs. Like he yeah. survived, but he was like third and secondary burns all over his entire body. He was talking
0: talking the whole time. I'll tell you, it it takes a bigger man. I try and give Vince my tool whenever at all (laughs) possible. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes sometimes he gets some weird looks. Sometimes it gets (laughs) some groans. That's where the restraining order came from. (laughs) So with with you guys, um, I mean, it definitely sounds like we kind of respond similarly, wouldn't you say, Vince? Yeah, Yeah.
1: I, I mean, we... I've never been more grateful for the guys, you know, the suppression companies that we work with after hearing how New York, you know, runs. Right. Uh, It would be a very different 24 hours for me if I didn't have the really good guys around me on the suppression companies. And, you know, a a good chunk of the runs that we show up on, we have um, those guys showing up ahead of us, uh, ALS unit. And like I was explaining to these guys, Uh, from New York that um, most of the guys on the busy companies and when you get to a suppression unit, you know, the goal is to be on a busy company and out by us, most of the medics on these ALS companies were guys who had crossed over and who have come from the busy ambulances and now they're on the busy suppression unit. So uh, I'm really grateful for how our structure works and, you know, uh, we're all like
0: comparatively speaking, really good friends with, you know, our suppression unit.
1: Yeah. Our, um,
0: yeah. so are you, has, do people ever make jumps between the two departments then with you guys? Or? Yeah. yeah. So they you don't come, come on,
2: back. No, <laughs> you can't come back. Come back. They <laughs> jump <laughs> ahead to fire. Yeah.
3: So oh, you yeah. can get, there's two separate lists. So you have a, you have the open competitive and then you have what they call promotional list. So if you get hired from the promotional, you're on like a secret inside list. So, you get like first dibs on going to the Fire Academy. So,
1: how do you get on? You have no idea how you get on that list, though? Oh, no,
2: you, you, you have to be that, an EMT or a medic. Are you, are you, are you, are you oh,
0: it's your, your it's, right. it's, it's their crossover. Oh, from us. okay. Yeah, yeah it's an internal list.
2: Yeah. But um, unfortunately, once you leave CMS, that's you it. Like, I like all you, your friends. Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> like, we're not. You You basically might be a first responder when you get over there for a limited time or whatever, but you're not utilizing those skills. Like if you were a medic, that goes away. So you might want to be a medic, you know, per diem somewhere at like a private hospital or if you live out in the suburbs, like maybe you do it out there. So they could essentially be a medic working per diem for a hospital for the rest of their career and getting paid a medic salary on the side. But it has nothing to do with us. Our job, like the fire department, doesn't benefit in any way from that. So I don't really sure. know why they allow them to keep doing yeah. that. But and
3: plus, there's more medics, and EMTs on the fire side than on the EMS side.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, and and which is amazing considering you guys have a thousand mm-hmm. ambulances. <laughs> um, so yeah. and, and I guess that's why I was kind of wondering, like going back to um, to the suppression side's uh, EMS involvement, like. Do you guys ever run out of ambulances for calls? Like do um do, does suppression show up ever prior to EMS?
3: Yeah, it's a lot of times like they'll beat us there.
0: Oh, so it okay. Might be good.
3: like by a couple minutes, you know, maybe like you know, a few minutes. Um and they'll be there first. So if we get there first, before then we hit the eighty four, which eighty four is our on scene, and then they'll clear automatically, unless it's like a cardiac arrest or something. Oh um, really? But for the most part, as soon as we hit on scene, they go back to they go back to doing whatever whatever they do. Man,
0: I may have, to start, honestly, I may have to start pulling that shot, Vince.
2: <laughs> <I
3: know.
0: laughs> well, looks like they got it here. <laughs> yeah,
2: you, and you can yeah. tell, like you can see, who was an EMT or a medic with us. Like not everybody like really takes that to heart, but there are definitely some folks that when we get on the job, um, like for instance, like Shane, this guy Shane who worked at our station He's a firefighter at a station that's like close by us. So we do a lot of calls together. And if we get on the job, you know, they'll have given oxygen and he'll usually say like, he'll give you like a little rundown, like as if we're ALS coming to a BLS job, like he'll say, yeah, she said she's been coughing for five days. Uh, Her lung sounds seem clear. Like he'll kind of give you a little bit of a rundown because he was an EMT and like, he's still kind of in that capacity as a first responder, but, there's definitely guys who were medics and like you get on the scene and they act like they've never done patient care. I mean, yeah. I don't even want to, like there was an awful call that happened. Not that, well, maybe it's like a year ago and um, the guy fell down a flight of stairs and mm-hmm. it came in as an unconscious. I wasn't with Pete and I couldn't get in there because it was like such a tight spot and CFR was in there, the firefighters. And I kind of was like, Hey, what's going on? They're like, Oh, he's Okay. The family was doing CPR on him, and uh, but he had a pulse, so we said stop. I was like, okay, and I'm like, so what's going on? Is he unconscious? They're like, yeah, he's unconscious. They're putting him on like a board. They're trying to get him out. When they got him out and they put him on my stretcher, I was <laughs> like, oh, this guy's a hundred percent dead. And like, so my partner and I, we got him to the bus, and I was like, start CPR. I was like, this guy is not alive. And so we start like working him up. And we took him to the hospital. Like, we were already in the bus, so I didn't, like, call for anybody else. and It was just the two of us. So he did CPR, and I drove, like, the five blocks to the hospital. But um, the guy probably fell down the stairs and broke his neck. So he probably was in arrest the whole time. And his wife was doing CPR on him because she felt like he wasn't breathing. And I guess when she called dispatch, they told her to start CPR. When the firefighters got there, they felt a pulse, which was probably just a mechanical pulse from her doing CPR – and they told her to stop. They said, "Don't do it. Like he's not dead, you know. Like, uh, you know, medics will be here soon." But he was dead. And for like mm-hmm. ten minutes, while they were messing around with him on the scene, this guy had no compressions being done. So mm-hmm. it was. And one of the guys was a medic. Like I recognized him from being a medic. And I didn't. I thought about going and saying something to them after, but like the way things are with us, it's like I can't totally do something. Win. And then there'll be 10 10 reports written by the guys in that firehouse that I didn't do my job or the medic on scene told them not to do CPR or whatever. And I was like, I'm just not going to, you know, I'm not going to like. Why divide deeper?
4: Exactly. But it was a
2: little unfortunate. I mean, the guy probably wouldn't have survived anyway. He broke his neck. He was like in bad shape. But I just was sort of surprised that we had CFR and a guy who was a medic on the scene and not one of them looked at this guy and was like, this guy's obviously dead. You know, like, let's do CPR. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was a little yep. surprising.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, outside of that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what is your rank structure for EMS in New York?
3: So, we have EMTs and then we have paramedics and then we have lieutenants, which we call them conditions officers and then we have a captain who's our who's at head of our station and then from that we have like deputy chiefs assistant chiefs division chiefs and stuff like that so it's like birds they have like birds and stars and yeah so it's a test up to
2: lieutenant
3: and i think a captain is still like a handshake nod kind of thing
2: but they're trying to make like an like, position like a test yeah. yeah,
3: like a test. Well,
2: it's appointed now. Yeah. So you have but to, Yeah,
0: they want to make it a test a because
2: ten. what you do? Like
0: has been. Oh, I was just gonna say above. Uh, so EMT, paramedic, and then lieutenant. You said is the next position. Yeah. Is a lieutenant yeah. in a buggy yeah. or yeah. is he, he yeah. working in an ambulance? No, we have
3: two. No, we have two. So you have one lieutenant who sits in the in the station, and the station officer for the night, and then they have they have a partner, and that's the conditions officer. And so
2: they ride in around the car the by themselves. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, like, they really, there's and they always. have to be a medic. Yeah, like, you you used to be able to be uh, a, a EMT, an EMT and be a lieutenant, but not anymore. You have to be a medic. Um, and that's a tested position? I mean, yeah. That? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So when you two are working, Julie, when you and Pete are there, do you guys have a, a rank structure between the two of you, since you're both paramedics? No, we fight it
3: out. We fight
4: it
2: out. <laughs> Well, yeah, what um, I think uh, I'm senior to Peter. So uh, the vibe I but, was
0: going to get was that too, Julie? Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Tell them
0: how old you are. Even
2: shut up, jerk. <laughs> even even the
0: way even the way she said Peter, you could tell. <laughs> You can <laughs> tell who's running the show, right? When she says <laughs> Peter, you know, he he, he's in trouble. Yeah, I want her to
3: drive with you. when she talks to you and she drives, she slows down and looks at you because we'll, we'll never steal <laughs> anybody's job if she's driving. <laughs> yeah, <why> <laughs> that is
2: kind of fair, honestly. So. I like checking, and I don't like driving. So when I work with Pete, um, especially because like if there's a good hot job, like we want to get it, I know that I don't feel comfortable driving you know across the borough at night like i'd rather just like let him do it so we do the same thing every night like most people switch it up some people drive one night and then they text the next i always text and pete always drives but obviously on like a hot job like we're both checking in the back and we have like bls
1: so there's no division hospital. of, there's no official division of labor. You guys can switch off and do whatever you want yep. with each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's
2: there's so, definitely times where but, I kind of force him to write my paperwork because <laughs> he goes available instantly. And I'm like, Peter, I have like three patient reports, like please. And so when I get to the point where I'm like, yeah, I have, like, five reports that I still have to write, I'm like, now you can write some. And, like, so he will take the reports and write them because I get yeah. frustrated that, that's, and that's kind of the him.
0: That's kind of the checking <laughs> him from making himself available all the time. Yeah. Are you yes. guys, yes. Are yes. You guys yes. still so, doing
1: paperwork on physical paper, or do you guys have computers? No,
3: I wish we still had paper, though.
2: <laughs> no, I we have tablets. tablet, Dang yeah. it. All. How great was um, paper We only have paper I missed
0: those, right? Yeah. I missed
2: them, but my carpal tunnel thanks me for not having to write yeah. those anymore. Yeah.
0: I got to so. tell you, like, right before I um, I became a fireman, we were moving towards the computer reports man, I had that paper thing down with science. I, yeah. I feel like I, I had yeah. half the report done by the time I got well, to Well, he hospital.
1: had half the report done yeah. before yeah. he even re- received the call. Oh, he yeah. had them all pre-written. Oh, yeah. no, I, I, mean, that's
0: what, yeah. I what do like really seven or eight know? just
1: to start For the home? day. I'm <laughs> like, well, if you we get past this point. Like <laughs> 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 so yeah. in FDNY uh, EMS, you guys go to an academy when you get hired on? Who hires you, the yeah. city of New York?
3: Yeah, so you're hired by the city. You take a civil service test. It's not really a test. It's like an application. So you apply to DCAS. And then from DCAS, you put in that you have an EMT. Well, they hire you now without an EMT. But there's two separate lists. So you put in your experience, and then your experience gives you extra points on the list. And if you get hired, if you get picked off that list, then you go and do a physical agility. Which is like uh stairs, some lifting, and then like this arm bike thing that's horrible.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> so like, you have to pedal a bike with your arm. Yeah, I mean, we
1: we had horrible. that back in the day too. <laughs> and, uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> that thing they,
1: hurt. They changed it they to still, the P-PAT. I don't even know
2: if they still do
3: that. Oh. okay. All right. Yeah, and then and you do like a background check and they go all the way back and and then from the then you go to an academy and our academy is in Queens at Fort Totten, which is an old it was part of the Nike Missile Base Command for the for the New York area. So they would have like the Nike missiles during the Cold War and stuff. So that that was one of the bases there. And you used to test torpedoes there too. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Aww, and uh, so, you go fun <laughs> yeah.
3: so you go there for you're there for like three months, and you do a whole EMT program, and then you do some driving, and then you go out and you do uh, a couple ride-alongs and stuff. On on different units, yeah. like that.
1: E- Even if you're a medic, you go through the, the same EMT program. So, yeah.
3: They used to have what they called so was a top, which is training of personnel, and then they had P top, which is paramedic training of personnel. I don't think that they're doing outside paramedics anymore, so because they want you to to be trained their way.
1: So you you obtain your paramedic license with them?
3: No. I I was already Julie did it through the department. I was an outside medic, but I applied and I went through the whole EMT program as a medic. And then I had a wait. I went out to station 19 in the Bronx, and I got what they call a MUP, which is member upgrade paramedic. So I went back to the academy for like a month, and they trained me to their to their standards of you know how they do stuff, the protocols, and we had to do a state test and our REMAX, which is a regional regional protocol just for the city of new york so they take that and then they kick you out and i've been at the same station for like 8 9 years now so same unit wow so,
0: um, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's funny it's, how it's like crazy, just huh? the little subtleties <laughs> of kind of change the whole game you know just just yeah. something as simple as not having to be a paramedic when you get hired is like i mean that's a that's a totally different experience for your first couple of years coming in
3: yeah 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 but um, you but you do appreciate being a paramedic you know what I mean? Sure. If you come in as a medic, you don't understand what the BLS goes through on a day to day basis. You know, and like right. you don't there's certain nuances of being an EMT in that system that I would I wholeheartedly enjoy. You know, I like being an EMT. You know, they get all the blood and shit. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, I, I like it, you know, and I appreciate being a medic even more. So then and I know people who went through as as job, and they don't appreciate it as much, you know. Sure.
0: No. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: No, so you guys, your videos that you guys put out on your social media and when we were talking, you guys kind of mentioned that you started with your social media following with your videos and you kind of moved into your podcast. Um, your videos are super informative, but who, who does like, where do you guys come up with that? And is that stuff that you guys learned um like on the job, did you learn that, you know, in some auxiliary class or where do you guys come up with this stuff?
3: Um, some of the stuff we have friends that give us ideas and then other stuff like we do research and then like we like we're always trying to get ideas from people. But it's like, yo, give me a trick and they're like, Oh, I don't know, bro, like I don't have anything.
2: Well, I it think is it's really also hard. It's a lot of just experience, like I feel like, you know, before I worked with Pete I had been a medic for a couple of years, and then I went out um, on childcare leave, and then I came back, and Pete was like my <laughs> my first partner, and I. Oh, I you ripped him. an
3: IV out the first night, bro.
2: I know. I was like, and Yo, I, what am I going to do with this chick? I, I, I felt like a, a brand new medic. I was so like it was so pathetic, and when I came to return to duty, they put me that in with a like hard a hard IV, so you a BLS. Up. I know. That I was, was a with the BLS class, and I. I had asked them when I was up at the Academy, I was like, Hey, um, you know, what happens now after this, like, can I go to a medic class and sort of like hang out with them to get refreshed? And they were like, no, you know, you'll have your two week refresher and then you'll go back. And I was like, well, that sounds a little scary. Cause I was out for a few years. And, um, when I came back, I did my little two week refresher and I was like, oh my God, like it was totally nerve wracking because the refresher is like mostly for you to pass the state exam. But like all the ins and outs of like, you know, doing an IV tubing, I hadn't done that in a few years. So I was like, oh my God, like, let's hope it's like riding a bike, you know, and I'll just get back on. Mm. And I was awful. And I like, I remember I started an IV in the back of the ambulance and blood went everywhere because I forgot how to like tamponade. And then, um, yeah, Pete got this crazy IV and like, I stood up and like my boot just kicked it right out. And like, it was awful. (laughs) And I'm like I am not Pete's starting started
0: it from it the
3: driver's seat. <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> I
2: was and I was I was like, I was like that was hard, I think. and it it's funny because in the couple of years that I've worked with Pete, I actually feel like I've learned a lot more as a medic than I had known prior to this. Now, I'm gonna also say like prior to this I had undiagnosed ADHD and like I <laughs> I am now diagnosed and take medication and so I think I'm a better medic in general because of that. But like I learned a lot from Pete because he's like the king of like figuring out the most efficient way of doing things. And so I felt like, Oh wow. Like we have all these pointers that, you know, he through his years of experience, like was, you know, showing me and then we would like ride to someone else. I know, (laughs) I know, but, but I felt like these are the things that we started putting onto the Instagram, like just little, little things that make, your life a Subtulties. bit easier Little, things yeah. that you know, yeah yeah like yeah. someone might teach you if you had like a mentor or if you worked on an ambulance with someone for a long time and unfortunately for fdmy we have a high turnover rate yeah. where firefighters make a lot more money and so because it is a promotional exam we lose we have lost like a thousand people a year like to fire and those are EMTs and medics that we're not going to get back and all that experience goes away so like the most experienced people have is, you know, a couple of years. Like you have some of the quote unquote old timers like us who work at a station, but I'm like the third most senior person in my station. And I remember 12 years ago when I came to that station and there was a ton of like really great mentors there. So it goes quick. Like we lose a lot of people, we lose a lot of information. And so I think putting this in Instagram, but like maybe try it and see if it helps. Um, that was kind of like the point of sort of, I don't know, making it like this is experience. This is like years of trial and error. This is like how people have tried to do things, and like we yeah, put up is, what we think. This is your worked. way of
0: passing on now. All right. Well, yeah.
2: So the
1: the video I really liked. Do it. The video I really liked was when um, uh, Julie put an MPO in Pete.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Uh, did you ever get her back? Did you ever put one in her no. and get her back? Because no. that did not look comfortable it. at all. I,
2: I think yeah. he is starting to like it. I don't know. I oh, think you've done it know, to him again? Yeah.
3: A- no, I've <laughs> yes. taken like four or five of them. Already. <laughs> yeah. So the one video that we didn't put up, the girl, the one girl who did it, she's not even an EMT. And we're like, hey, mm-hmm. we got to put this in. And she's like, like, who wants to do it? She's like, I'll do it. And she was like <laughs> shaking. I wish we got the video. Her
1: hands like shaking. I'm like, all right. Yeah, she was in
2: her EMT class, and we let her
1: do it. Oh, God bless uh, you guys. NPO? Yeah, the nasal pharyngel. Oh, what's the O stand for?
3: We call it, yeah, I'll call her NPA.
1: Mpa Chicago oh,
3: okay.
1: Airway? No, I think it was it's like a, not, Chicago it's not a
0: Chicago thing. No. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Mpo is the band I was listening to on the way here. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, it's been a little bit, but I, I think but it used to be Oral Airway. Yeah, OPA. Yeah. OPA, and Opa Opa
4: Mpa. Oh Jesus
0: Christ! Just so you guys okay. know, Vince, a is a no, <laughs> <laughs> Vince is the real paramedic here. No, not even Vince is the real paramedic. Uh, uh, so um so go along with those videos. Uh, do you guys mind giving us like a breakdown? What do, what's what's your guys' what's rush the bust about? Rush the bust. So about?
3: basically we're just trying to get like like how we're talking now, like we wanna hear about, you know, like how you guys do it in Chicago. Like what's it like to work in Chicago what's your days like, you know, some crazy jobs that you did. Um,
1: well, I can tell you we don't use it. How, how you,
3: <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like you know and then we wanna share you know the, the tips and tricks that that you learned on the street, and then share them with these newer kids. Because this is the way, like these kids learn, is like Instagram through YouTube, and they may be more receptive to learning this way. Because if like, we've also heard from a lot of senior people that these new kids don't want to hear anything and they can't be taught anything, right? So we're trying to figure out how
0: okay, Boomer
3: share the knowledge.
2: <laughs> I know. You know. I feel like that's a it's so, like a you know, I don't, I don't know that people don't want to learn. I mean, there's definitely people who, when you tell them something, they say, Oh no, I know. And yeah, I get annoyed. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, no, you don't know.
0: But, you, know um, you know, I always, uh, I always talk about, um, uh, about like with, with like working with, with the newer guys or girls. And, um, it's, it's funny. Cause you, again, I, I always say that the one thing, our podcast is, is we don't talk about, Oh, what's leadership, but like, the one thing I will say about it is that, like when you when you get to that level of like you know like like we're all talking about like you're a little bit more senior, you're able to kind of give give on uh, to the newer people. Uh, you know, it does. A leader is not like you this is how i do it i'm really good at it you do it this way it's like to be yeah. a good leader like you're you got to get the best out of your guys and yep. the best out of your guys isn't like this is how i do it if you don't do it you're out yep. like you're you're not but there's a man. lot of those guys out yep. there right you know right.
1: there
3: are there are and that's the thing is like listen like we want you to look at our video and if you figure out something better or easier to do yo come tell us
0: yeah let's talk you about know
3: what it. I'm saying? that we definitely Yo, we're, we're open to anything. Like, you, if you have an idea, the dumbest little thing. Like, we're in Detroit, and the guys are like, "Yo, you stuff their hands in the back of their pants, and they can't come out." I'm like,
2: "No, that is dope." <laughs> I know. I'm like, "That? Is, why did I think of it?"
1: Stuff their hands right? in the back of their pants.
2: Well like yeah. conscious conscious have,
4: a, So they don't flap so doing? the arms
1: don't flap around yeah. so you can yeah. convey yeah. them easier. I'll give that there's, a try. There's not there's not a move. I'm gonna do that to Corey right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, back of the pants, Vince. Back, back of the pants. Your pants. Oh <laughs> 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 no, not the back of
4: your friends oh.
1: pants. Oh. <laughs> that's a different Yeah, that's the a transition's different move. always okay. yeah. yeah it's probably well, going be the result. One of the things I wanted to ask you guys from New York is when 9-11 happened, I, I always thought that there was somebody that there was like a EMT student or a paramedic student or somebody who was just doing ride time and the towers came down. Have you guys any, mm-hmm. we, we've all heard the firefighter stories. We're all very familiar with them, but are there any like really like genuine interesting yes. stories our from 9-11 captain, on the EMS side?
3: Our captain has an amazing story. Um, Will she, we got her to tell us once. I don't know if she would tell it again, but basically, so what we heard is that when it happened, everybody, if you were on a job, they canceled your job. So like, it doesn't matter what you're on, you drop your patient and you go to the towers. That's apparently what happened. Um, and everybody, if you were in the city, you went. My unit, when I was in the Bronx, 9 Eddie, they left their patient and they were driving down to the World Trade Center from the Bronx. And they... Some cops apparently tried to carjack them and take their ambulance at gunpoint on the West Side Highway. And they said, hey, well, why don't you just jump in with us? So there's. Well, he was trying to
1: and make apparently- his way to the towers and he was going to yeah, take that ambulance? Pretty much. Okay. And they
3: said, all right, well, why don't you just jump in? So they took him down there and they ran out of gas as they pulled up to the towers. Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus and then and their truck got smashed.
2: That's why um, you can get a, a disciplinary action if you don't have your, your unit. up because of 9 11. There were people I think who ran out of fuel. Like the only time I got like a a command discipline ever when I was DLS is because I didn't refill or refuel my ambulance, and it was it was one of those things where I had tried to and like I was waiting at the pump, I was waiting at this hospital for a long time, and my unit was out of service. Like the next unit had to run, so we ended up going back to the station, and then that unit was like, oh, we don't have fuel. So I got like a a CD, is what it's called, like a charge. But, um, oh, at the it end of every – like, you guys
0: are saying at the end of every single tour you have to fill up? Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. you're supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed to. Sure, But the way sure. it was explained at the time, my captain was like, because of, like, 9-11, I guess there were ambulances that kind of made their way down there Running but didn't fill up before. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, with good intentions, obviously, they went down there to help, but, like, then you can't transport anybody and you can't get yeah. your ambulance out of that area because you don't have fuel. You yeah. Know so, um, it was like not really well thought out, but obviously that was an awful yeah. time.
0: Who, and who in the fuck is this cop? You guys have cops in New York that just take car. Was it like an Eddie Murphy movie? <laughs> I didn't know that yeah. cops know. actually did that. Like, they were like, Get, oh, yeah. Pull over, give me your car. Like, it was, we'll, yeah, you we no, actually got to say, I, I need know, to commandeer like, your vehicle.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: I'm like, What so, a weird that, cop, that time though. was crazy,
3: bro. Like, they did that was like John Wayne, but so, like the stories. You know, that she, like, if we told you the story, it would do no justice compared to yeah. the way that she told it. Um, but, you know, basically, I'll give you, like, the just, like, she got split up from her partner. And they had, like, a bunch of people in the back of their ambulance. And she got out to ask somebody which hospital they should go to because she was from Brooklyn. And when she got out, the towers came down and her she got separated from her partner. And that ambulance got crushed and she ended up somewhere else. And they thought she was dead. And, and she thought her partner said. So, but her partner, partner, dead. Dead. So, oh but her partner had gotten out all these people out. So, yeah, but I mean the way she tells it is so much. You know. Oh my god. That that's just one of the stories, and there's not a lot of people left anymore. You know, or people just don't want to talk about it.
0: You right. know. Right. Yeah. Or unfortunately, so, they've passed.
3: Oh. Yeah. 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 W- so what um, I mean, there's, there's tons of fire stories, like you said. There's tons of fire stories. Right. But so nobody, you know, asks, you know, EMS and stuff. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's wild. So, but
3: I was working during nine eleven. I was actually working in New Jersey, and I watched my friend's mom call me. she said, They hit the, the plane in the towers. And where I was working, they said, everybody come back, we're going to fill up the ambulances, and we're going to go to Jersey City. So everybody went to Jersey City, and you just sat there. And, like, no patients came, you know? Huh. So, yeah. So they, they never
1: utilized worked. you guys then during that, huh?
3: No, no. Like, the Jersey City Medical Center guys, they got you. And they, they did some, like, rehab and stuff like that. But everybody from, like, the tertiary areas, you really, you really didn't do much. Wow. So you kind of just sat there, and they waited for patients, but no patients really came over. So, But since then, New Jersey has um, grown their MCI system. So now they have, like, a whole mad bus thing and EMS passports and stuff, which is all from that. So.
0: Wow. Um- yeah. Well, uh, you know what? I I got a question. I ask everybody. Hey, you guys haven't sure. ever listened to our show before, have you? I have. Oh, yeah, I, have. I have now. Yeah. Oh, have. So maybe you know what's So coming. now we have five listeners: Corey's ants, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Pete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, so one of the things I like to ask everybody on uh, on the, on our show is uh, is about like fire station or firehouse or EMS houses, uh, pranks. Uh, you guys got any good ones you could share with us or.
2: Uh, we actually prank each other a lot. Um,
3: <laughs> we have water I mean, gun fights, fight, fight.
2: which is not ideal yeah. for me. Cause <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Like Are you the one getting so fucked so with the sad? most? I, well, I think because there's some days where they know I'm not in the mood and like Pete <laughs> has told the BLS guys, like, yeah, Julie's, like, kind of cranky. Well, so you, showed weakness, <laughs> oh, yeah. you so showed weakness,
0: Julie. Oh, gosh. You showed weakness. Yeah, I'll tell you. But, don't yeah. ever tell me that you're having a bad day. Because
2: I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, good. Now I
0: know where I'm yeah. pointing yeah, the gun. Now I'm going to get her. <laughs> yeah. But, uh,
2: yeah, we carry it around in our vehicle, and we'll, like, spray each other, like, out the windows and whatever. But, like, we do a lot of stuff to each other. Like, we recently locked our lieutenant in his office because he was ignoring us. He was, like, on yeah. a, probably on an important yeah. phone call but he wasn't paying attention to us, so we, like, basically we put nine-foot straps. Yeah, nine straps
3: on his thing. And, like, and we so that we
2: couldn't actually so open the door. Out. Um, yeah. We tried to prank our our one lieutenant, Nancy. Like, we oh. had this mannequin. That no, no,
3: no. <laughs> this No, this was even better. So, it, so somebody we used to work with, she started this... Um, uh, like a life coach thing but she offered this pole dance, oh right
2: life so i decided i'm gonna call dancing. people
0: interesting, yeah. combo. You know, it, interesting combo
2: it's it like is. women empowerment it's like yeah. women empowering so i started calling
3: people I'm like oh hey you know um i'm giving away this free pole dancing lessons at this place i was like really good i don't know how it didn't last so i got like three or four people and a few people got so pissed off at her that they had that she had people calling like they called her and were, like, cursing her out. But, How did you have them calling me? So, yeah, that was, like, one of my better ones. I know. That <laughs> yeah. was – but I felt bad. Uh, Pete, that I thought maybe you not. were going to
0: say, like, you showed up to the class.
3: <laughs> no. Like, like, with, like no. with a
0: real, yeah. real form-fitting outfit. Like, all right.
3: Mm-hmm. I know. I I, had, pay, you know, I I paid. I, I want
0: a beauty pageant one. Oh yeah? I want a nice. beauty
3: pageant one. Yeah. The Knights of Columbus. I <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. they didn't invite me back. So you know <laughs> oh. drinking pictures of beer and dancing I'll, on the table.
0: I'll tell you what, the nights of Columbus so. don't invite you back. That's uh,
1: <laughs> Do you guys do you guys cook in do you guys cook in your station? Do you guys uh cook uh, as a crew?
3: We tried to. We could do Sunday yeah. Yeah. We could do work on Sundays than we do any other night of the weekend. Which, for whatever reason. Yeah. So.
2: I I mean, we like to cook. It's just, unfortunately, we don't always have the time to be busy. So, yeah, yeah there was a while where we were trying to do it. And actually, like, there was one weekend where um, we we had, like, a, a slap on the wrist because we had, like, an incident. We may or may not
3: people. have not checked our narcotics for, like, four days.
2: And so, but, you know, I realized we were missing. Yeah, no, there, we didn't. We <laughs> it. There, was a, there was a missing morphine and it eventually turned off. It was like yeah. a crew prior to us had forgotten to like put it back in the bag, but we forgot to check and then the next crew forgot to check and then we forgot to check again. Anyway, long story short, we got restricted and like we got restricted for an entire weekend. So we still came to work, but, like, we came to work and we just, like, had a feast. You know what I mean? Like, every day, <laughs> Pete and I, like, you know, made this ridiculous 10-course meal and, like, you know, we made pies and all this stuff. Yeah. But uh, but that's not the usual. Yeah. I mean, we have a kitchen and people do, you know, bring in stuff sometimes. and Like, people bake on their own time and bring it in. But yeah. um, it's just a little hard to yeah. cook because we don't really have the time. Where do you
3: guys, hold? this is completely off topic, where do you guys carry your narcotics? In your truck?
1: we do um the the people who work downtown will keep it in their bag because they have okay. to go up you know to the high rises and stuff but oh, for right. most of us are mm. for most of us we keep it uh, in a lockbox in the ambulance okay
3: all right cuz we carry ours on our person yeah oh,
2: really?
1: we have a we little have
3: like fanny pack yeah we have like <laughs> fanny pack. really that we each carry each set of narcotics on
1: our person well, we just talked, no. we just talked about that in the last podcast we recorded, um, when we do, uh, uh, for the guys who are on the bike team, we, we okay. carry our narcotics on us and it's only like on our person only because we'll forget it in the bag when we, when we leave for okay. the day, <laughs> we'll leave it in the yeah. bag. So if it's on our, if it's yeah. our person, we're more than likely to remember it. Cause we, we keep it in this pouch. Yeah.
0: And, um, I'll but tell yeah. you, I would love to carry around a fanny pack with narcotics in <laughs> just day to day, just kind of. <laughs> yeah, I'll
3: send you. I'll send you a picture of it. It's not, you know, like when I first started carrying, I was like, "This is dumb." Oh, it's a and department issue I, fanny pack. Yeah, that's yeah. a regulation that you mm. have
1: to wear a fanny pack.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Does it have I mean, a you know, Does it have I mean, your uh, your patch on there? Is, is it a official it official? Yeah. It does
2: It says like. I love and it also says like if found, please, you know, call. I'm like, Has anyone sure. found this? I sure found they me. will. They,
1: they you, will got, you guys need to get me this. one of those fanny packs. I'll trade you for whatever <laughs> you want, but you have to get me one
0: of those fanny packs. <laughs> I
2: know. We we
1: might with the narcotics.
2: To. I mean, <laughs> <that kind of laughs> yeah. I don't know if it'll
0: come fully loaded. Um wow. Yeah. See, and you know what? If you got that to be implemented here, Vince. You'd Be back in style, yeah. pal. You all of a yeah. sudden, all of a sudden, look yeah. at me. I'm the cool guy. I <laughs> tell you,
3: honestly, no, I'll, I'll tell you, like, when you need it, it's so much nicer. Like, I've worked in systems where you had to go back to the truck to get it from, from the vault, and
2: it's only like right there. So, yeah, I just to it and start, yeah. you know, getting it yeah. out. like,
0: well like I you mean, guys I'm were feeling, saying with the honestly, little,
2: By the time you go out and come back, the person's seizure is probably done anyway, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I mean so if it's you weird. wait long
3: enough, it'll
4: stop. One way or another.
0: That's fair. <laughs> know. That's fair. It, you know. it will always stop. <laughs> yeah, it always eventually <laughs> will stop.
3: You know. Well, you know.
1: give uh for people who are listening to our podcast, um, give people the like where they can find your podcast and give them the link to your or the name of your social media stuff so that people who are listening here, if they want to check out what the guys from New York are doing, um, give them that information.
2: Sure. Um, you can find us on like iTunes and SoundCloud at Rush the Bus. Rush the Bus. On- yeah. 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 That, that's, uh, that's, an <laughs> that's an actual
1: code? Yeah, that's an actual code out there?
2: Yes. Yeah. Actually, it's funny because for a shooting. You'll hear them like you're, if you're listening to TV radio, they'll say, all right, we got one likely, which means like they're, they're gonna likely kick. to die. They're, they've got like mortal injury and they say like, we got, you know, one likely, rush the bus, rush the bus. Like you'll hear yeah. it on the radio. So that's yep. kind of where it came from. Even in our text huh. on our screen, they'll yeah. give what the PD said and they'll say like, rush the bus.
1: Guess what I'm yeah. using because... on the radio next day, Corey. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Rush yeah. the bus.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, but, uh,
3: it's than cool saying Expedite, expedite, such a yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I it cool. sounds
2: more fun. Like and yeah. um and also you can find us on Instagram at rush underscore the underscore bus. Um, awesome. Rush the bus, yeah. Awesome. Yep. The bus.
0: Pete, can you give? Can you say "rush the bus" in your heaviest, made-up, heavy, made up heavy New York <laughs> accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's see. Uh, what is it? Yeah,
3: uh, rush the bus. Yeah, less yeah. The that's guy. good. Less the I'll take <laughs> <Yeah>. it.
1: <laughs> Julie, you got to work on your New York accent. You are slacking in your accent. Everybody she
3: gets like a Midwest accent. Yeah. I know, right. Julie, I thought you were from Elmhurst.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know
2: what's funny? I am from Elmhurst, but Elmhurst and Queens. Um, oh, you know what? weird, but, um, I was
0: just talking oh. about this. There's all these towns over in my, I'm a, uh, I'm a, a fireman in the suburb of, uh, suburb right next to Chicago. And, um, all of the towns by us, they've got like counterparts. I think they're all in New Jersey. I think they're all in the in the same neighborhood too. Like there, we've got that's like funny. a sister neighborhood. That's like there's like a Maywood. I think those are Melrose Park, mm-hmm. or Franklin Park. They're all yep. New Jersey yep. towns. <laughs> and uh, yep. we actually had our um, our town was uh, um, when well, we get off the air. I'll tell you, but when, when okay. uh, our town is building a um, a truck or just got done building a truck and its counterpart from new jersey were both at pierce um both yeah. of you know oh, our wow. our yeah. illinois one and the uh huh. new jersey one were right right next to each other getting built in at uh pierce over there which is uh, again, was I was it was nicer
3: yours or theirs <laughs>
0: oh i mean yeah. was theirs nicer well, yeah. they, we have it definitely district, wasn't so nicer wow like,
3: <laughs> oh, right.
0: yeah. yeah could we yeah. have fire districts over right here and
3: the amount of money that they have is
0: whew. out there really, really? Well, we're okay. going to start a new oh, yeah. podcast called Rush the Truck. Yeah. Yeah. Rush the Truck. The less rich New Jersey <laughs> counterpart. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. We
3: don't, and if you go to Long Island, like Long Island is even crazier. So like the volunteer chief, the moment of one friend's firehouse, the head chief picks his car. And like whatever you want, it has to be on a Chevy platform, but you can put whatever you want on it. And that's your car for the duration of you being chief. And then it goes down and then the next guy picks a whole new car. So a lot of disposable income.
0: Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to get some of that. Yeah, a
3: lot of, lot of repetition. So, but
0: yeah. If, if they would have um, made ours a hand crank, they would have.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> uh, built on a yeah. Model
0: A platform. Jesus. Yep. Um, awesome. Well, yeah, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys yeah. reaching out to us. or uh, us all reaching out together um yeah yeah
3: we definitely
0: have more questions about chicago because you guys you know yeah well yeah next time definitely we talked about before we definitely want to uh we definitely want to want to talk some more with you guys over there and um we definitely uh i mean i've been i've you ever been in new york Vince? yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i never been never ever in your entire life Never ever i definitely gotta check it out these days
4: so maybe we'll take a trip
0: out there a trip is definitely uh-huh. in order. I, I don't know if there's... Know. It, 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 it doesn't I sound like there's the room condo, in Pete's house.
4: So.
0: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> it, there's plenty of room.
3: Yeah. My kids just talk too
0: much. Oh.
1: <laughs> no such well. thing. No such thing. Someday you'll miss yeah. that, Pete.
3: I know. I know. But, but not today.
1: Well, thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for being on. Um, yeah. Rush Thanks the bus. Check it out on Instagram. Their podcast is available on... Spotify and SoundCloud and uh, SoundCloud
2: and iTunes. Yeah, uh, iTunes, iTunes,
1: iTunes. Yep. iTunes yeah. and yep. SoundCloud. All right, yep. that's key. Ours Pete doesn't and sound Julie. as good as yours yet though. Oh, well, so. this is a click of a We're button, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just a click oh, of God. a button. Well, thanks again, yep. you guys. Keep up the good work out there. Uh, let's do this again and um, collect some more stories and Pete keep uh, wrapping people up. And uh, I think the next video I want to see on Instagram is you putting out one of those uh, nose things in her uh, nose and uh, gagging as hard uh-huh. as you did, Pete. I, I
2: told
1: him. <laughs> he was I gagging him so him hard. <laughs> I was actually willing to do an I.O. I, I was like,
2: i will do an I.O. in my leg.
1: like, But uh, <laughs> we're uh, still yeah. trying to
2: figure out how to do that. So
1: yep. get her, Pete, yeah. get her. And, uh, when that's <laughs> out, when you, mm-hmm. when, it, when you actually do the IO, let us know, cause we will put that up on our Facebook page. All,
2: right. <laughs> all right. yeah,
3: right. <laughs> yeah, we're trying uh, to get out of the legalness of it. For, yeah. yeah.
1: So. Well, it's her body, right? Uh, I mean, aren't there laws? You guys? can't say that. <laughs> you <laughs> definitely can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> well, uh, thanks again, you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks guys. <laughs> Take care. Be all right. safe. All right.
3: A, all right. Thank Bye-bye. You Bye.
0: The opinions and views are that of Chicago's Bravest Stories podcast and their guests. They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.